grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the living Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for all you have given to us, and for the gift of your Son. Be with us and guide us and help us to go forth into your world, proclaiming the promise of new life given to us through the resurrection of your Son. All this we ask in your holy and precious name. Amen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. That never gets old. Saying those words, proclaiming the promise of God through Jesus Christ raised from the dead, giving to us the promise and the gift of new life. It never gets old. And today we are gathered here in God's house. We're dressed up. We have a great brass ensemble. We have bells and choir that are phenomenal. The organ sounds great. Everything is going wonderful. But in 2019, in the world and the days of which we multitask, I wonder how often that this day is not only just important, but how often this day just becomes just one a, another moment of what we do. And while you're sitting in the pews, you're sitting there going, oh, did I set that oven timer right? <laughs> or, I tell you what, that pastor better not go long because our reservations are at... <laughs> The ham's got to come out. Or, or, maybe, or maybe we're sitting there going, man, all this family's coming over. Did I get enough stuff? Do I have everything that I need? Or maybe, man, as soon as service is over, I still have another hour and a half to drive just to get to where I need to be. Or maybe you're looking at the day as you multitask and say, is there going to be just five or ten minutes that I can carve out and be by myself, away from the hecticness of this celebration? In 2019, we oftentimes find ourselves looking at a variety of things. But I'm here to tell you that the promise and the gift of the resurrection in Jesus Christ is as relevant and important today as it was on that very first Easter. Think about how Luke talks to us about the resurrection and how he shares that resurrection story with us. We have... Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women. I always like that. And the other women. And they go to the tomb. They had prepared the spices that they needed so that they could finish the process so that Jesus could be buried appropriately. And when they get to the tomb, the stone has been rolled away. 
and they did the first thing that I wouldn't have done. They walked in. They walked into the tomb and saw that the body was gone. And then all of a sudden, there were two men in dazzling white that appeared to them. Now, I'm sure you have your own image of what those men, those angels look like. And we have somewhat set that forth from those beautiful Renaissance pictures. You know, the robes are freshly come from the dry cleaners, nice and pressed, and their hair has just come from Vidal Sassoon, and it's long and flowing, and they're glowing. Or maybe they look like Whoopi Goldberg with dreadlocks stuck out to here. <laughs> we don't know, do we? But they looked down in fear and terror and they were perplexed and the angel spoke to them and said, Why? Why do you look for the living among the dead? Remember what he said while he was still in Galilee. That the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners be crucified, and on the third day rise. Now, there's an important word in there, the word remember. Because there are a couple ways we can look at the word remember. There is that, the way that we look at it from a reminiscent standpoint. You know, remember my 54th birthday and how we celebrated that? Or... Remember the 500th anniversary of the Reformation and how we had that big party in the fellowship hall? And we all go, yeah. But there's also a way that remember means that it is a transformative action in our lives. It is something that moves us beyond where we are. It's as if those puzzle pieces that were just sort of there come perfectly together to give us a picture. It's that aha moment where the light bulb goes off and you understand. And that is the remember that the women at the tomb had. All of a sudden, they remembered the words of Jesus and they understood what it meant that he must be handed over to sinners and crucified and be raised from the dead. He knew, they knew that Jesus was alive and they took off running. Now, we could say they ran out of fear, but I think they ran out of joy and excitement. They ran to go tell the eleven. That Jesus was alive. So these very first, these very first evangelists, the first ones to proclaim the good news of God that Jesus is raised from the dead, tell the apostles and what happens. They heard it as an idle tale and they did not believe them. The men did not believe the women. But Peter ran to the tomb. Peter ran to the tomb and he looked in. 
and he was amazed at all that happened. He still at that point did not understand. You see, the resurrection story is still an important story for us to hear in our world today. Because each day, you and I, we visit the tomb. You might not realize it, but we visit the tomb. We go searching for answers. We go with burdens on our shoulders and cares on our hearts. Maybe it's a health diagnosis that we're not so sure about, or maybe it's, maybe it's about a family situation, or maybe a job situation. Or maybe it's what we have seen on the news and TV and we're, and we're stunned at the bombings in, in Sri Lanka today on Easter Sunday where over 150 people were killed at churches as they worshipped on Easter morning. Or the sadness as we look for answers because churches in the south are being burned because of why? Because a different kind, a different ethnic group of people worship there. Or maybe we think of all the shootings in the world. And we come to this tomb looking for answers. But the angels, the angels speak to us just as they did the women back on that first Easter and they say to us what? Remember. Remember what he said. For you see, in the midst, in the midst of, of our hopelessness, there is hope. In the midst of, of uncertainty, there is promise. In the midst of death, there is life. And we hear yet again in our daily world that Jesus is alive. That he was raised from the dead to give us the gift and promise of new life. And you know what? That new life that newness, it comes in places that we don't expect. When we hunt and look for it, we can't find it. And when we're in the deepest and the darkest moments of life, that's when that newness comes and it comes showering through us, watering the lands around us, giving us hope and joy as we live in a world that is broken and hurt, in need of hearing a message of reconciliation, a message of hope, a message of love, a message of promise, a message that reminds us that we are not alone, that in the midst of things that we cannot understand, God is there. And as we continue to search, that newness comes and life abundant is given to each of us.
And so the people of God, as we gather here this day, we are not only hearing yet again the promise and the message of Jesus raised from the dead, but how important it is for us today in this world. And as a people of God, we shout together, Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Indeed, Christ is risen. And as the people of God, we are called. We are called to share, to walk in this broken world, knowing that in the midst of things that we cannot control, God will always be there. For Christ is indeed risen. Hallelujah.